This is Love Marriage Again with Dr. Siobhan, the place where wives are empowered to embrace their marriage and feel completely in love with their husbands again. If you are a wife looking to create a happier marriage by transforming yourself, you've come to the right place. Here you will be inspired to fully accept your husband, be in control of your own happiness, and create a marriage that truly lights you up inside. Now, let's get to the work of loving your marriage again. Well, hello there. It is Dr. Siobhan here. I am back with you for a new podcast episode. How are you? I am so excited about this particular episode. I was just thinking about how timely it is and also how valuable thinking about your marriage in this way will be. It's really going to change so much for how you and your partner are operating when you make time for your marriage. So I am very pumped to dive in. But before I do that, I want to make good on the promise that I shared last episode to sort of fill you in on all the things that happened, mostly through the month of August. And I want to start with a brief celebration, if you will, of my trip to Cabo. And for those of you who don't know, I think this may be the first time that I'm talking about it in detail on the podcast. I am part of a business mastermind. And what that mastermind does is it helps me (laughs) and the other coaches involved really meet our goals for our business. And so my goals look like being the best marriage coach. Like literally that is my number one goal, not from a place of pride or arrogance, but when I think about striving to be the best, it constantly forces me to think about how can I provide the most valuable information the most relevant information, the most practical information that people can take action on now to make significant and long-term changes in their marriage. I think about that all the time, literally all day, (laughs) every day I spend thinking about that. Um, But the other part of the mastermind is achieving revenue goals, right? I run a business and so in order for me to even produce this podcast and do all of the other things that I do, I have to bring in income, right? And so one of the things we do as part of this mastermind is we celebrate when significant milestones, there's actually no insignificant milestone, actually. We celebrate milestones. And I recently achieved a milestone in my business So the mastermind itself is called the 200K mastermind. So $200,000 mastermind. And what we are learning in that mastermind is how to build and scale a business that achieves a annual revenue of $200,000 or more. There's tons of people making more than that. And I achieved that milestone. So I am celebrating that my business in 12 months 
brought in over $200,000 of revenue. Now, why am I telling you that on a marriage podcast? I'm telling you that because in order for that to be achieved in this business, people had to find value in the services that I provide and make an investment in their marriage. They made time for their marriage. They invested money in getting the best help, the right help to achieve their goals. And so one of the things I love about the community that I'm a part of with this mastermind is the amount of money that any of us make is a reflection of the amount of value that we put out into the world. And so when I look at that number, it's not really just about, you know, what I'm able to do in providing for my family or what I'm able to do in delivering high quality services to you all, but it really represents the amount of value I have put out into the world that has come back to me in terms of money. This, I could probably do a whole podcast episode on, but I want to just offer it to you, even as you think about your profession, right? The amount of money that you are compensated really should be a reflection of the value you are contributing to your organization, business, whatever, wherever you contribute your value, right? And if you're unsatisfied with how much you're making for whatever reason, I want you to think about how could you be more valuable to the goals of your company or organization, or how could you create more value in the world that may be even outside of where you are currently employed, right? So money is a reflection of value out into the world. And as a business owner, I have more control over that. I have more control over what value looks like and how much value I put out into the world. So if you want to geek with me on entrepreneurship, business, money, all of that things, for sure, (laughs) you know, leave a comment and let me know you want to hear more of that. But really, again, just anchoring back into why I'm offering that. One is, again, I'm just sharing with you what my life was like in August, which was amazing. And two, I want you to recognize that the only way I am able to achieve that milestone is because of you. So whether that's you just tuning in and listening to the podcast or sharing the podcast or making a comment about the podcast, that helps more people who need my work and want to work with me one-on-one find me, talk with me, and ultimately hire me. And so This is really a celebration of all of us for consuming the value that I put out there and sharing it. And for those of you who are my clients for investing and making the time for your marriage. So I'm celebrating myself because it's important that we do that. If you have a problem celebrating yourself, we need to have another conversation, right? Because If we don't celebrate ourselves, who is going to celebrate us, right? So I'm celebrating myself and I'm also celebrating you all for being here with me and valuing the work that I put out there. So that is a little bit about my trip to Cabo. 
I will say the hotel was amazing. The best food ever. Healthy food. I did not gain one pound while I was there. I was there for an entire week, right? All-inclusive resort. Very high quality foods, very healthy foods. My body was well-nourished. I exercised. I did all the things to take care of myself and made sure I had all the energy I needed to take in all the information we got from our mastermind and now share it with you, okay? So as I think about that story as well is I had to make time for that. Making time to go away for an entire week out of the country, also still in the middle of a pandemic, was not easy. It required some sacrifices on my part, on my family's part. And when I think about this idea of making time for your marriage, anything you're making time for in your life that is not already a regular part of how you are doing things will require some sacrifice. And so I want to just lean into that. Like that's not a problem. It could be a wonderful thing. Like how could it be great that making time for your marriage is at the sacrifice of other things that you could or feel like you should be spending your time doing, okay? So when we're talking about making time for your marriage, I want to really introduce it as an act of love for your relationship, right? You make time for things that you care about, that you value, that are important to you. And when I talk about making time for your marriage, it's dedicated time where you treat your marriage as something important. That's it. Your marriage should be something that you as a couple protect, that you nurture, and that you love. I like to think of marriage as like a newborn baby. It is 100% dependent on you and your partner for its needs. It's not going to grow. It's not going to flourish. It's not going to be all that it can be unless you are dedicating the time, love, care, and attention that it needs. So we know we need to be spending time dedicated to treating our marriage as something important. That is not news to anyone. Yet it doesn't happen, right? Why? Why does it not happen? I want you to think about for you in your own life, what is going on? What is the thing your brain is telling you is the reason why you can't dedicate more time or the level of time that you would like to, to your marriage. When I talk with couples, I find that it boils down to a few very specific categories of other things that they are making time for, right? One is kids, right? I have five and seven-year-olds. They are very dependent on me for a lot of things. Those things are very time consuming. And so maybe that is the case for you. You might have small children. And so the time that you are spending caring for, you know, creating safety for, guiding, educating, right? Parenting, nurturing, loving your children might be a significant portion of your day, right? Another thing that also we make time for is work, right? Even the fact of me being here recording this podcast is taking time away from something else in my life. Every moment that we're spending doing one thing is a moment we're not spending doing something else. 
And so work may be one of those things that is creating a hardship for you in terms of being able to truly make the time for your marriage. Other things that get in the way, your feelings, right? Just think about that for a moment. If you're not making time for your marriage, right? Because time is one of those things you actually really have a lot more control over than you may even be aware of. But if you have the time, right? Like it's not like you have zero time, (laughs) but if you're not making the time, could it be because of how you're feeling? Could it be because you're hurt, frustrated, annoyed, angry at your spouse? And so the idea of making time for your marriage, which means making time to spend with them, is just not appealing to you right now. Be honest with yourself if that is what's going on. Like you could make the time, but you just choose not to because maybe you're not feeling each other. Other things are what I call indulgent escapes. I like that word, right? Indulgent escapes. So indulgent escapes are those things that just distract us from life, right? We're escaping the stress of life by scrolling on social media or binge watching something on Netflix, right? So those are indulgent escapes. And the last thing that I see a lot of times when I speak with couples is just personal priorities, right? Like maybe working out and exercising is something that's very important to you. And so you make time for that every day. Maybe some recreational activity. Maybe you have a hobby or maybe you're part of a a club or a fraternity or a sorority or something like that that is just a personal priority of yours that takes time. You might also just have time with your friends, right? Whether that's chatting with your friends or going on vacation like a girl's trip or a, I don't think men call it boy's trip, but you get what I mean, like a trip away or some time away with your friends. That all requires an investment of time. And so if your time is there, it's not with your marriage, right? Now, what I want to offer you is that How you spend your time is actually neutral, right? Like I'm not offering these other things that are taking your time as a way of like guilting you, but I do want you to really be aware of the fact that how you spend your time from moment to moment is a reflection of your priorities in that moment. Now, what a lot of times people try to do is make it mean like that's your priority for life, right? Like if someone is working a lot, then work is more important than everything else. That's not really truly accurate. It may mean that in that moment, in that hour, in that 12-hour period of time, that working on that professional project is the priority for that moment. That can be okay, right? But you want to always look at the things that I'm prioritizing. Do I like that I'm prioritizing it? Does it get me more of what I want in my life? And when it comes to your marriage, it's very important that you know what you want for your marriage so that you can assess and so that you can evaluate that. And for many couples, they have different definitions of that, right? So what that means is one person might be totally fine with like, you know, maybe 30 minutes a day at the end of the day chatting with each other. Someone else might want a whole hour or text messages and little phone calls throughout the day and spending all day Saturday together and, 
you know, going to bed at the same time and eating dinner all together. And so it's important that you just understand what is the definition? Like what is even making time for this marriage at a level that feels sufficient or fulfilling or adequate? What does that even look like for each of you? And as you think about the things that may be taking you away from spending time or making time in the marriage, you want to just ask, like, is this other thing the priority in my life right now? Or is this other thing the priority of my time right now? Right? For me, there's a hundred other things I could be doing right now. Same for you, right? There's a hundred other things you could literally be doing. But in this moment, this is the priority. And let's just honor that. Let's celebrate that. It is a great thing, right? And when you're evaluating, is this other thing the priority for my time right now? You want to just look at why or why not? Because there may be some times where you're like, no, it's not the priority, right? Sitting down and watching TV with my partner is not the priority right now. I have to get to these emails. And if that's the decision you're making a lot of the time, you want to ask yourself why. Why are the emails more important? And do you like those reasons? So I want to just offer you like some of the reasons you might be getting to the email instead of spending the time with your partner is you're worried about people complaining. You're worried about your boss yelling at you, right? You're worried about people thinking you're not a team player or that you're inadequate, or you worry about people that you supervise not respecting you because you don't get back to them, right? When you look at those reasons, you have to ask yourself, like, do I like those reasons? Does that represent the person that I want to be? Like, do I want to be overly concerned about what other people at work think about me? Or am I most concerned about what my partner thinks about me, what my spouse thinks about me, what I think about me in relation to my spouse and relation to my marriage. So that is so important and just helping you make decisions for how you actually spend your time. Again, that question is, is this other thing the priority for my time right now? Why or why not? And making sure you like your reasons and making sure that you are showing up as your best self in those reasons. When I think about and talk with so many of you about making time for your marriage, it feels like a sacrifice, right? I said that at the top of this podcast, that any time you're making time for something that is not normally in your schedule or normally a part of your life, it feels like a sacrifice. That's okay. But I think when it comes to sacrifice, there is a imbalance in thinking about what is lost instead of also considering what is gained. So for example, if you cut off work, right, and spend the hour with your partner, or if you put the kids to bed a little bit earlier and spend the time with your spouse, it feels like you're losing something, right? You're losing accomplishment in your inbox or you're losing accomplishment for that task you needed to complete. You're losing out or you're missing out on being as present and engaged as a parent as you would like to be because you put your kids to bed early and so now you're feeling guilty because you're not spending time with them. But rarely 
are you taught to look at what is gained from that sacrifice, right? So what do you gain when you make the time for your marriage? What do you gain when you make the time for your partner? This actually came up for me even this week. I was in the middle of writing an email and my husband was at the table doing some work. And so I would just plop down with my computer right next to him or across from him. And we just sat there like being in each other's presence, doing what we needed to do. So he finished and he's like, hey, I'm just going to go up to bed. And, you know, I was like, oh, I'll come up too. I was like, I'll wrap this up and I'll come up too. I'll be up soon. And he just kind of looked at me and like shook his head and was like, no, you won't. Right. And that was all I needed to remind myself that this marriage is a priority to me. And that in that moment in time, the priority for my time was to spend those last few minutes with him, right? Before we both went to bed. And that represented my best self, not finishing an email that didn't have to go out, right? I'm ahead in my emails, actually. So it was just something, an idea that came to me that I wanted to get down, but it wasn't essential. It wasn't the priority for my time. So it was easy for me to notice that and say, no, this is my priority right now is spending time with him. So shut off my computer, went on upstairs and had some amazing quality time with him for the rest of the night. So I did that. I was able to do that because I was thinking about what is gained. What is gained is this connection with my husband. What is gained is my deposit into the marriage to demonstrate that this marriage is a priority. This marriage and spending 10 extra minutes with you is more important than finishing this email, okay? When you are consistently thinking about what your marriage gains from the time you invest in it, you have so many benefits. First of all, you're just more comfortable together because no one is feeling like they're not a priority, right? When you both are making time for each other, you feel valued. You feel important to each other. And when you are more comfortable with each other, when you feel valued and important, your communication is easier, right? Because communication is a function of how you're feeling towards each other. It's very easy to communicate with someone that you are comfortable with, that you have invested time with, that you have like the spirit of goodwill and, hey, we're in this together, right? So much easier to communicate when you have that. You enjoy each other more. The more time you spend together doing things that you enjoy, making it a priority because you want to, the more you actually end up enjoying each other, right? And the more you enjoy each other, guess what? The easier it is to work together, right? So this is really interesting for those of you who have children and who sort of find yourself in these like competition matches for time and who's doing more and just feeling stressed and overwhelmed in your day-to-day responsibilities. I want you to think about if you invest more time into your marriage, getting comfortable with each other, improving your communication, enjoying each other. It's so much easier to work together. You'll be more accommodating and flexible. You will be more motivated to make life easier for each other. So in many ways, investing time into your marriage gives you more time on the back end 
Because one, energetically, you're not drained and exhausted from being so frustrated with each other. But also because you're just in this spirit of goodwill, like, hey, we're a team. Hey, we're getting along. Let me help you. And that saves you so much time, right? So again, you get there when you're thinking about what is gained for this investment of time and energy into this marriage. I get so much more out of it. And that helps the rest of my life. That helps with the kids. That helps with work. That helps with how you're feeling, right? That helps you not even need to have these indulgent escapes. It helps you feel better about attending to your personal priorities because you don't feel guilty that you're not making the time for your marriage, okay? So I want you to just sit with like, where in this week, could you make more time for your marriage? And what would you get out of doing that? What would be the benefit for you, for your partner, for the dynamics between the two of you? I am certain that those benefits would outweigh any shifting and recalendering that you might need to do. And I want to also encourage you to make time for your marriage by joining me at the Better Together Couples event. This event is happening October 22nd to the 23rd, 2021, the time of this recording, if you're listening to it when it actually comes out. And it is all virtual. So there's literally no excuse for you not to be able to make it. You just click a button on your computer, iPad, whatever, right? And there you are. And there we are together. And there you are as a couple working on making your marriage better and doing that together. There is literally no better way, no better opportunity, no better experience than being at this event, literally. The words can't even describe how valuable it's going to be, how impactful, how much it is going to shift how you are experiencing each other and feeling about each other in your marriage. So the event is free, by the way, right? (laughs) It is completely free. I am just so committed to showing you what it's like to have the right help for your marriage. I want you to experience it directly for yourself. I don't want anything to stand in your way in creating a shift, creating a breakthrough, creating an opening, moving your marriage forward in one significant step. Okay. Again, October 22nd through the 23rd, you can register directly on my website. So you just go to drshavon.com. It's D-R-C-H-A-V as in Victor, O-N-N-E.com. There is a special tab. It says Better Together Couples Event. You'll just click that. You will see all the details and you can register right there, right? So make the time for your marriage. This week, there's something you could do. Even if it's the five minutes 
that it's going to take you to register for this event. That is a deposit in some initiative to making time for your marriage. It actually doesn't even take you five minutes. It probably literally takes one minute, right? So do something as an investment in your marriage this week. I guarantee you that you will reap the benefits. The value of doing that will really just result in a much lighter, easier, better experience with each other. All right. Thank you for tuning in. I will be back with you with more stories, right? I promised you guys all the stories. So I will be sharing all the stories and some incredibly helpful and valuable content just the same. All right. I will be back with you then. Bye for now. Now, if you loved this episode, you will want to download a free resource I created called 13 Beliefs to Hold On To When Marriage Gets Tough. Download it at bit.ly forward slash 13 Marriage Beliefs. That's B-I-T dot L-Y forward slash 13 Marriage Beliefs. And of course, I will be back with you next week. Until then, commit to loving your marriage again.